Today is part one of a three-part series where you're going to go on a journey into the basics of meditation. Because meditation can be difficult, especially in the beginning, and it's easy to become quickly frustrated and to just give up. And if that sounds like you, if you're like, yeah, I've tried meditation, I just can't do it. Or if you never got into it for whatever reason, this episode and the next two episodes are for you. And if you do meditate and you want to deepen your practice, then I encourage you to listen as well. Because on the third part of this series, I'm going to introduce you to a new concept that may actually change the way you practice meditation for the better. So for today, part one of the series, we are going to answer the question, why is it so difficult to meditate? The answer is powerful and I think it's going to surprise you. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you're facing health challenges and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness because you deserve love, happiness, and laughter. Hey there, sunshine, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness. Before we get started, I want to take a moment and thank you for being here to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast and to invest this time in yourself and your mindset. I know that the journey to better health can be a struggle, and I want to give you a shout out for taking this positive step in the right direction. Today is part one of a three-part series where you're going to go on a journey into the basics of meditation. Now, the inspiration for this three-part series Actually, it all began on Instagram, and I love hanging out with you and seeing you over there. So stop by and say hello sometime. But I came across a post where someone had said that people with chronic illness can't meditate because they have fatigue and or are in pain. And my response was they can't or they won't. I wanted to clarify if Their belief was that it was physically impossible to meditate or just a preference that they didn't want to. And the response was as clear as day. Can't. Now, this was just one person's opinion on the entire community. But here's the thing. This misconception is more common than not. And it breaks my heart. The myths about meditation are numerous, but the benefits are life-changing. And just like with gratitude, what we do around here on the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast is flip this belief system upside down. So if that sounds like you, if you're like, yeah, I've tried meditation, I just can't do it, or you never got into it for whatever reason, then this episode and the next two episodes are for you. And if you do meditate and want to deepen your practice, then I encourage you to listen as well. Because on the third part of the series, I'm going to introduce you to a new concept that may actually change the way you practice meditation and for the better. So today's part one, we are going to cover what is meditation, some of the benefits of meditation, and most importantly, why is meditation so difficult? 
Next week, we are going to bust up some of my favorite meditation myths. And then for part three, you're going to want to put this one on your calendar and tune in as soon as the episode drops on Friday, February 17th. I am going to share the meditation method that actually works, especially if you are someone who struggles with this. And the best part, it's married with gratitude. So this is going to be your new superpower. Can you tell I'm excited? And this is part of the reason why I am so excited to share this with you. It's because you might be thinking, like, I've tried meditation or meditation doesn't work for me. or I just can't meditate. If that is you, I want to let you know you're not alone. In 2017, my health hit rock bottom for the third time. I was the quintessential overachiever. So that's what us overachievers do, right? I couldn't hit rock bottom once or even twice. Oh, no. Oh, no. It had to be three times. You can listen to the entire story on episode 41, Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude. Your journey begins here. So back to rock bottom number three, my health kept plummeting and the stressful situation at work just exasperated the situation. So I tried to relax. And you want to know what that looked like? When you're an overachiever hitting rock bottom for the third time and you're like, hey, I need to relax and reduce the stress in my life. What should I do? Brilliant idea number one was to take a relaxing bath, which under the proper circumstances might be a good idea. So I went into the bathroom and I filled the tub with some water and I'm standing there. You know how the like water, it takes a minute to fill up the tub, right? So I'm standing there like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, fill up already. And then when it was ready, I jumped in the tub. I leaned back and I'm like, okay, I've got 10 minutes to relax and go. Yeah, that's not the way to relax. And then brilliant idea number two, I downloaded one of those meditation apps. So I'm like, okay, meditating is going to help me get rid of my stress and relax. So I sat down in a chair. I put on the app for 15 minutes and was like, okay, go time to relax. And I couldn't even follow along with the guided prompts. I just, I kept opening my eyes to see how much longer was on the timer. And the craziest thing, I kept doing this. I kept doing it this way because I read that meditation was good to help you calm your mind. But remember what we talked about in episode 47? If nothing changes, then nothing changes. So what exactly is meditation? Meditation, it's a mental exercise that trains your brain for attention and awareness. And it helps us to harness the power of our minds to cultivate an overall sense of well-being and to even increase productivity. Okay, so why is this important, especially if you're dealing with some type of chronic disease or chronic illness? If your body is in a disease state, your stress response, your sympathetic nervous system, your fight, flight, or freeze gets turned on. And think of it this way. When the sympathetic nervous system is turned on, your body is on high alert. It is looking for the threat. This is the essence of evolutionary survival. Your amygdala sends a distress signal to the rest of your brain, like the bat signal. And your heart's now beating faster and adrenaline is pumped into the bloodstream. Epinephrine's an excitatory neurotransmitter, which is released into the bloodstream. You know that feeling of tired, wired, like feeling absolutely exhausted and then eyes wide open and wired at the same time? Yeah, this. And this is great if you're running away from the saber-toothed tiger. But living in this state, in a chronic condition, it produces inflammation, which causes disease. Like, it's a whole cycle. And if you're interested in learning more about navigating and overcoming this cycle, you can register for the Navigating Difficult Times webinar at pinkfortitude.com slash 
difficult times. And the link is also in the show notes. So meditation is one of the most effective ways to calm that stress response, to calm your brain, to reduce inflammation, and to turn on the parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest, to tell your body the coast is clear, to let your body know it's time to rest and heal. But here's where it gets a little tantalizing. When you combine meditation with gratitude, that is when the magic happens. And that, my friend, that is your new superpower. And I'm going to be covering this in more detail in the third part of this three-part series. Okay, so back to meditation. So let's go on a field trip. Let's go hang out in our brains for a minute. Now, our brains contribute really to the state of our mind. The human brain, it's made up of billions of cells called neurons, and they use electricity to communicate with each other. So when millions of cells send signals at the same time, there's an enormous amount of electrical activity, and it's produced in a wave-like pattern called brain waves. And these brain waves can actually be measured. So there's five distinct brain waves, and you might be familiar with some of these. So just really quick, delta is the slowest brain wave pattern. And that's what happens when you are asleep and completely unconscious. Theta is still slow and you're deeply relaxed. So this is the state that you're in, let's say during hypnosis. Like you're still in deep relaxation, but you have a level of consciousness. And individuals who are masters at meditating can also meditate in this state. The next brain wave is still slow, but it's a little bit faster. And that's alpha. And typically the state that you're in right when you first wake up in the morning. Alpha state is when you're focused and relaxed. And this is the ideal brainwave for meditation. So alpha states are associated with learning, with processing, with storing and recalling information. Alpha brainwaves are present when you're in deep relaxation or meditation or even daydreaming. And This is what we experience when we become absolutely absorbed in an interesting TV show. The alpha state, it's the optimal time to program the mind for success. And it heightens your imagination and your visualization, your memory, your learning, your concentration. You've probably heard about athletes who visualize making the free throw or scoring the winning touchdown. This is done in alpha state. And then when you are awake and alert, this is beta. And then finally, there's gamma, which is most recently discovered and still being researched. So what are some of the benefits of meditation, specifically meditation in alpha state? Studies have shown that meditation can decrease chronic stress and inflammation to help reduce depression and anxiety, to enhance self-awareness, to increase attention, improve cognition, generate kindness, improve sleep and even help control things like pain and blood pressure. Okay, Holly, this sounds well and good, but what if you're like I used to be? What if meditation is difficult for you? Why is it that the simple act of sitting still and calming our minds is so full of fear and anxiety thinking, I can't do this? So let's start with three reasons why meditation can be difficult for some individuals. And then in part two of the series, I'm going to dive deep into busting the common myths around meditation. So be sure to tune into next week's episode. All right. Number one, I can't concentrate on meditating. Here's the thing. We live in a world that's fast and noisy. We've also been programmed for those quick hits to the brain. 
Did you know that it's standard practice in TV shows, movies, even commercials to change the clip or the angle every two seconds, right? Next time you're watching a TV show, just watch how many times it cuts. It's going to be about every two to three seconds. And how much time are we on our screens, right? If you watch one hour of TV, you have now subconsciously received 2,000, and I'll just call them brain switches. So our brain is being programmed thousands of times every single day to want something different every two seconds. So it's difficult to be quiet and it's boring. And I haven't even touched on those of us who struggle with brain fog and focus and concentration, which feels like it's absolutely impossible. The irony here is that meditation is going to counter all of this. You just have to give it a little space and a little time, and it's going to give it right back to you. Number two, speaking of time, it's difficult to find dedicated time to meditate. And when you do, all you're thinking about is everything else that you should be doing. A lot of people talk about meditating for 30 minutes a day or even an hour. I mean, nowadays, I actually do my meditation and gratitude practice 45 minutes in the morning before I even get out of bed and then 15 to 20 minutes in the evening before I fall asleep. When I was starting out, the app that I was on, the lowest setting on the timer was 15 minutes and that was an eternity at the time. And meditation ended up being a checklist. I would turn on the app, but I wasn't meditating. Monkey mind was all over the place. So I checked the box. Meditation, check, called it a day. And then I wondered, why isn't this working? Just like with everything else, Start small and practice small. Start with three minutes. Start with five minutes. The guided meditation that I use with my students and clients, it's broken up into four-minute segments. And that's what we start with. Four minutes, that's it. And then gradually, over time, we add them together for a total of 20 minutes. 20 minutes, that's it. And then number three, you don't want to explore a calm mind Oh, yeah, there is a huge fear of what will face us if our minds are quiet. And chances are you don't want to explore what comes up. Back to episode 47, if nothing changes, nothing changes. This right here is the monster under the bed. There could be trauma or unpleasant memories or realizations about our lives that we may not be ready to face. Here's the thing. Our brain is meant to protect us and to keep us safe and to keep us alive. So if something is coming up from your subconscious, you might be ready to face it. And you might be able to do this on your own, or you might want to enlist a health coach or a licensed therapist to help you work through it. So you can decide to let the monster live under your bed and continue to check for it every night, or you can decide to face your fears head on and work with a professional if you need to. So we covered a lot in today's episode with the basics of what is meditation, some of the benefits, and most importantly, to answer the question, why is meditation so difficult? And I hope that you can start to view the power of this practice in a different way. And I'm excited to see you back here for the next two episodes on this special series where part two, we are going to bust some of the biggest myths. And then part three, I'm going to introduce you to a new technique that has the potential to completely change your life. And if you're in that place where you are ready to give meditation a try, 
or to take your existing practice to the next level. If you're willing to raise your hand and say, I am ready to do what it takes, but I need some help to get me there, then hit me up. It's time to chat. I am here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor, and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. And if you want to find out more about how gratitude combined with meditation is your new superpower, be sure to head over to pinkfortitude.com slash meditate. And the link is also in the show notes, pinkfortitude.com slash meditate. And you'll receive personalized gratitude and mindset resources so that you can start to reverse the cycle of disease and take control of your health and your life. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. It has truly been my honor to spend this time with you. And I'll see you next week for part two. Can we have some real talk here for a minute? Just between us girls. Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. And you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not, it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse. Hey, hon, your kid, mom, or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to, or you see something that like, oh shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering, why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself, but you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you, which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience. And it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to podcastholly.com. Super easy to remember, podcastholly.com. The link is also in the show notes.